0: are listening to the one of us.net podcast network. Is there anything better than cracking open a cold beer and listening to your favorite podcasts? No, sir. And I'm here to tell you that the beer you should be cracking is one from our new sponsor circle brewing located in Austin, Texas at 2340 West breaker lane, sweet B. You can have a frosty one in their fabulous tap room where lots of seasonal specials await you, or you can get lots of their treats in the bottle or can at your local craft beer retailer. Try their award-winning Alibi Blonde or their diabolically rich D- Devil Knight Barrel Age Stout. They have so many solid choices, and they are the official sponsor of OneOfUs.net. Support Circle Brewing and support us, and we really need your support. There is no site without subscribers, and that depends on you. Please think about becoming a subscriber, because we cannot do this without you. The four different subscription tiers are there to give different flavors of bonus content, but we absolutely need your help, whether you sign up to give 2 five, ten, 5 10 or $25 a month. Don't be one of those people who love something, but but won't lift a finger to keep it around. Help one of us and keep those podcasts coming.
1: Hey, we're getting closer to the day of the nominations. I mean, we got a, another couple of weeks to go for that, and all the new big films are coming out. So it's time to catch up once again with the oh my gosh so many freaking critic awards that happened this last week or two or so like it's seriously like it seems like everyone is putting out their list for like oh this is my favorite film this year this is my favorite <laughs> film this year it's like okay so is every critic group like i'm assuming boise is gonna put out a critic group win just like hey boise I idol's <laughs> favorite movie this year was <laughs> I don't listen know. we're gonna get something from like anchorage alaska the, the anchorage critics award <laughs> That would be amazing. But no, we got mostly from the big cities here, Los Angeles, San Diego, and that stuff. But then also, um, since we recorded this before they actually happened, we had the Screen Actors Guild and the Critics' Choice nominations that came out. So, you know, we're not going to go through every single little detail this episode. We're just going to do a general catch-up and just let people know what this – because the race is starting to really shape up, I feel like. Like, we're starting to actually get some clear indications in some categories. But then in other categories, I have no idea what's going to (laughs) happen. You know, you know, Justin, I feel
2: like we're missing a very, very crucial, crucial thing here. Oh, yeah? You forgot to mention what show or, <laughs> people are listening to right now. <laughs> I thought I did, but hey, it's,
1: yes, okay, okay. thank you, uh, not that the name of the podcast wouldn't already be on the site or on the podcast episode you downloaded, but I am the prize. My name's Justin Sarian. Hey, over there, that dude who just corrected me is Shaq. How you doing, Shaq?
2: what's <laughs> up dude i haven't been out here a minute and you're already just fucking up i see how you're doing without me
0: <laughs> we're just falling apart without you davy and, and brad can't handle it man <laughs>
2: no
3: but you're brad. fucking up man hey uh, of brad
1: hey mvp how you doing man
3: oh thank you mvp yeah uh i also yeah, feel no, i need more shack in my life so i'm glad
2: you're you're back man <laughs> hey <laughs> Listen, I miss my boy Yeah? No, hey <laughs> Actually, no, I miss my boys, plural I miss both oh. of y'all Aw, <laughs>
1: oh, that's great No, see so-
2: I've been busy with school and stuff That's why I haven't been on much One of Us things lately It's just because it's been crazy the past couple of weeks So i now that it's wrapping up soon at least like my christmas break should be up so i should be able able to do more things again like i like to oh yeah cool.
1: no i mean i i've been really swamped too i mean i I missed the last few reviews for movies just because i've had like tons of projects and then i told shack and i think i told brad too that like i just finished a 15 page paper on marxism and i'm just like okay this is just my so <laughs> yeah. god it was Lenin who it read is... a book on
3: marx right while
1: the quartet practiced in the park if i'm not mistaken I, thankfully, I didn't have to read that one, but it felt like I read literally every other piece of like socialist, you know, uh, media theory and that kind of stuff. I'm just like, okay, I get it, whatever. Well, no, no, I was, just... I was quoting American Pie. I, I am very old, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, you know me, I, I, innocent little Justin's never seen American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways I, I i know what what the scene with the pie is i just never seen the movie itself no so. it, it, the song man the, the song it, 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 I, bom- I bombed a joke very... man,
3: can we move on please
2: uh, listen let me just say american pie is it's funny but it's really
1: <laughs> dangerous. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it dangerous. is like it's my so god <laughs> it's so 90s absolutely so 90s yeah but anyways, so uh, just, yeah, I guess been catching up. Uh, yeah, school going on. And then actually I wanted to report on a movie I just saw recently because I've been trying to catch up on some Oscar films. I mean, I'll do a lot more in the coming week because then Christmas break will be happening. But I saw First Performed for the first time mm. this, uh, the
2: last week. Oh, what do you think?
1: I loved it, except for the very last scene. <laughs> it's just one of those. Oh boy! So is it is it the, the scene that people love the most too? Uh, so okay, here's the thing. What I love about First Reformed is that it is such a it's such it's a look at crisis of faith that I've never seen in another movie before. It's like I've seen movies that tackle similar subjects, but not in the approach that it does it, and it's just it's really interesting the way that it tackles the idea about this guy who really is starting to go slowly insane. cause I mean, I I think I told Brad after I watched the movie, it's like, this is taxi driver, but with a priest, you know, it's like nearly that level of like, yeah, we're just watching the slow de-evolution of this dude, you know, getting the ideas in his head of like, you know, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am kind of thing. Like it actually, I was surprised cause I got warned about how crazy this movie got. And outside of (laughs) one scene that was, like like horrifying to look at, first of all. But this movie was not nearly as insane as I thought it was. I was I was like expecting like full on like Nicolas Cage level insane. Yeah, at some I point. think but it's a, like no, I agree. I
3: I was warned about the same kind of process when watching it. But I think Justin, uh, you and I can relate to the fact that we have seen that insane eleven Nicolas Cage performance that First Reform doesn't necessarily
1: rise to. So. <laughs> No, and I think actually, like, the movie is better for not being very insane, except, like I said, there's one scene, so, the scene I was not crazy about was literally the very last scene of the movie after a certain point happens. You're talking about, like, like, the last ten seconds, or? Yeah, like, yeah. literally the last ten seconds or so, are just like, <laughs> so, I'm not sure what this means, and that's the problem, is that literally, you're like, so what's the answer? The answer is? The credits. That's what
2: happens at the end there. Oh, there's no. It's one of those things where there's no answer. It's like there is a resolution,
1: yeah. but there's no closure to it whatsoever. So it's like you Super decide ambiguous. what that meant for you.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, but the scene that happened right before that was the one that horrified me the most, and Brad knows what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil no, it, no, but I, um, I, I yeah. <laughs> there's one decision he makes where you're just going like, ooh! Oh, <laughs> what, what, was, what was so strange
3: about it? No, no, I, I won't say. It comes at a moment where you think, Okay, okay. He is going to be okay. He's he's made a choice here and everything's Oh my gosh, what is he doing now? What is happening? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes from like but no, I think, six to zero to oh, sorry, like fifteen right. in like a matter of minutes. So Yeah.
1: yeah like you know, It starts it goes to ten, it goes to zero, and then it goes back up to twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think this movie is great. I think it's well written. I think Ethan Hawke is absolutely fantastic in this film. Like, this is one of the best performances he's done in years. And I mean, he's done really, really good movies in the last few years. So, um, yeah. And
2: actually, the um, thing I'm going to see it eventually because I, I have a list of like, I think it's like a good 15 movies or so that I'm trying to catch up on before I put out like my own like top 10 list or whatever. That's in there. I know Black Klansman's in there. Eighth grade's oh, in there. cool. Yeah. Um, Like, some good stuff and a couple, like, bad ones that people have said, like, freaking, like, Life Itself and Jurassic World are in there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I heard Life
3: Itself is just a garbage fest.
2: (laughs) When I was at TIFF and it was in line for Halloween, I was talking to, like, two volunteers, and apparently the the volunteers got, like, a free screening to a movie, and it was Life Itself. And they're like, it is (laughs) garbage. (laughs) So I really want to see it. I've always <laughs> wanted
3: to write schmaltzy, over-the-top, silly dialogue that a certain age thinks is deep. But alas. <laughs> write it with, the with, queen
2: with and like, Yama a goal. horrific death. With, with, yeah, with horrific yeah. death.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing I heard. It's like it, can't, it, it has that weird, like, whiplash of, like, really schmaltzy, lovey-dovey stuff, and then horrible, brutal tragedy that happens in the movie. Oh. <laughs> the
2: thing. Like, Th- those two volunteers, I was talking with them, and they told me everything that happened. I was thinking like, "My God, <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of movie
4: is
3: this?" <laughs> you just never know when your time is up. But I wouldn't want to be told that if, say, a tree fell on me, and then I was like going, "No, I'm still alive!" And as I gasp for breath, a squirrel tries to bury a nut in my mouth, and that's what kills me. <laughs> You know, like that's that's not like that's not a any you you can die at any time moment. That is literally the freakiest. This doesn't happen in the movie. I'm just saying, the movies yeah. with that premise always have the craziest crap. The, from well, the
1: reviews I've read, that having that scene would actually make the movie better. I'm <laughs> and the squirrels just like trying his best, and that's what makes it so sad d's nuts yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I will say too, um, the thing that shocked me so much, and I mentioned this to Brad when I saw it first before, and I was just like, You know, I really like this actor who plays the uh, the other priest in in the movie have i have I seen that guy before? And then I looked up and I'm like, Wait yes. a minute. That's freaking Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked. I'm like, he's so on Cedric the Entertainer that I didn't recognize him. I'm like, wait a minute, that's him. <laughs> and he was really good in the movie. I was shocked. I was like, this guy's really, really likable when he just doesn't so try does to be. Having like a
2: legitimate, like dramatic performance, or does he play it still like?
1: Oh no, comedic. he's like, like he he's like mildly humorous the way that a good priest is humorous, but he's not. It, it's a yeah. very serious role, which is shocking. <laughs> Jesus. yeah, like, uh, cuz that's yeah. that's what's weird to me. Cuz yeah, he like to, you know? he's the he's the head of like a mega church who uh you know works alongside with Ethan Hawke's so, like okay, look. Ethan yeah. Hawke's church nobody goes to it like he's like eight people, but <laughs> his church is a historical site. So we want to preserve it because there is importance to like state and national history and it's a tourist area. Right. So yeah, and a flock it's, those things, flock, it's like you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and it's just the thing, it's like, that's one thing I actually did really like about it is that, there you know, obviously these characters are flawed, because it's just, yeah, it's a very human look at Faith, because it's like, yeah, Sentry the Entertainer, he's a nice dude on the surface, but he has his own, like, agendas that he's like, yeah, sometimes his priorities are not exactly in the right place, but he's he owns a mega church. Of course, he's shady. I know, but like, <laughs> he's not shady the way that you think. Like, you know, like like Snidely Whiplash style priest would be in other films. It's like, yeah, he's shady the way that a really nice, you know, leader of a mega church would be. You know,
3: kind of well, yeah. If, so, I I think that if you attend a mega church, if anyone listening attended a mega church, watch the movie, uh, tweet at me, Bradley of Martin, and let me know if you thought Cedric the Entertainer was even a bad guy at all. You know, because that's how well he performed it. He wasn't a cartoon like I thought he was going to be. Because, you know, Cedric's over the top in his stand-up and his com- comedic performances. He was very subtle, very nuanced, um, very like mean, to to put it lightly, when he needed to be to get Ethan Hawke to pay attention to him. And, um, yeah, his church didn't, you know, there wasn't any silly dialogue where he was like, and then I make all the money. You know, like it's very... <laughs> It's a very um, restrained and, yeah, wonderful performance by him, so.
1: Oh, absolutely. But no, and then uh, I'm hoping to catch, you know, by the time this recording will be up, I'll have probably seen Roma on Netflix, too, so I can't wait to talk about that next time.
2: Roma's playing in theaters out here, so I got to go see it over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, On the screen. uh, Hey,
1: next recording, whenever we do that, then I'll totally want to ask you about that, because I'm sure I'll have some thoughts uh, on
2: that. Yeah, so I'm going to see if I can try and see it, like, next week. I'll probably watch it, yeah, tomorrow on Netflix.
1: No, so then, um, if uh, uh, any other things to catch up on before we get to the main news?
2: Or... Uh, no, there's just a lot of fucking movies I gotta see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, also, um, Into the Spider Verse should. Pro- I feel like it might. You know, if if we end up bringing it up, I'll bring it up now. I feel like it might sweep in out of nowhere possibly and get like a best animated feature run. Well, from oh, I everything hope so. I, like
1: all the movies I see that are up for contention for best animated film, it feels like the one that's the freshest. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, Incredibles 2, like there were people who liked it a lot. I personally think it's a little overrated, <laughs> but I forgot. Honestly, I keep forgetting it exists. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know what? It'd be nice to see something that's not a Disney film, win for a change. I mean, and it's so neat, so it's not yeah. much better per se. But it's like, hey, at least it's a new type of movie. It's an innovative animation style, and it'd just be kind of cool, you know.
3: Well, every critic exactly. I listen to, including on our side, one of us .net, has not only said that it's great, but all of them are saying, and I can't wait to see it again this
1: weekend. You know, so I'm excited to see it. Oh yeah. No, I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna see that with my girlfriend. Oh, so uh,
2: <laughs> I, I know this is unrelated to like a- everything about the show, but the, the funniest thing happened. Um <laughs> before my screening of Into the Spider-Verse, they played the trailer of that movie A Dog's Way Home. Oh no. And it is maybe the funniest audience experience of my life. <laughs> because for the for the early part of the movie like the trailer, it's like, okay, this is cute or whatever. No one's really reacting. And then as it gets to like the actual plot and starts showing everything everyone's like are you are you fucking serious like is this really really happening the moment the cg cougar popped up we all started laughing our asses off that is the worst
1: cg i've seen
2: in a while it's some of the worst cg i've ever seen and what was it a dog's way home a dog's way home never seen and the fact it. that they show the end of the movie in the trailer oh, no. like the very like the dog reuniting with his owner they show it <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just started applauding you know right <laughs> here. See, i was like this is the most surreal shit i've ever seen
1: that makes the experience so worth it when you have a good audience like that you know just <laughs>
2: Yeah, was, totally like, you honest. couldn't have put a worse trailer in front of Spider-Man. I get it because it's also a Sony movie. Okay. But like, it's it's such a bad idea.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, people. Uh, you can either pay to watch A Dog's Way Out or just watch the trailer. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, moving on, then, we got our big list of critic awards. So, all right, like I said, we're going to try to skip skim through this as much as possible, but Hey, uh, first off here, documentaries, we've been talking a lot about oh, – so this is the funniest thing where I've never seen such a huge, like, 180 on my predictions of what will make it to the best documentary series. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, everyone loves uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. That's going to be the big winner, right? It's like, oh, it's like one – maybe one prize leading up to the Oscars. And, mm-hmm. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it has been getting snubbed like crazy. Like, nobody is voting for it. So,
2: But that's my that, – that, that's crazy, though, because – I, like, my, when you say that, I would think, oh, maybe it's because it came out last year. But, like, no, this came out, like, in the summer. Yeah.
1: In D- middle of summer, it was the huge hit. And then it's, like, I guess it's one of those kind of weird backlash things of, like, the popular film not getting recognized. To be fair, though, the other films that are winning are ones that even, like, uh, I've been talking to Chris. Uh, we had a chit-chat the other night where he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm catching up on this stuff. And the one that won the, um, oh, what is it? It's the... Uh... The IDA, the International Documentary Association Award, "Minding the Gap" uh, is the film that I'm, i am believe—is about skateboarders in England. I think it is. Or is it- oh,
2: yes, I actually heard about this
1: one. Yeah, yeah. no, everyone is saying it, that one. I've heard of it? Yeah, Chris is saying like that one's actually really, really good. So it's like, okay, it sounds like that one's definitely going to be one of those locks, and it's a uh, Hulu production too, of, of all things. So, okay, yeah. So hey, you know, again, quick question. Was Free Solo this year or last this year? This year. So Free Solo, mining the Gap, RBG, and I would say Won't You Be My Neighbor, and I think one other one are the likely like the strongest contenders for documentary this year. Oh, and uh, Three Identical Strangers. That one is the, the – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I'm assuming that's the way it's going to shape up. Like It's weird to say that Won't You Be My Neighbor has now been like, oh, the obvious winner too – it might be the fifth, you know, nomination. <laughs> yeah, That's Can't really happen. sad. I don't know. I, I guess it's like, oh, this movie made money. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well.
2: Are
3: there any documentaries about how great it is to be famous this year? Or the uh, process of being famous? Or not even famous, just having a talent in the arts? Those usually do incredibly well.
2: I, I mean I don't I mean yeah I don't th- know there isn't like that but I heard about some documentary I think it's on Netflix right now called the American meme where it's about a bunch of people it's a movie it's a documentary about influencers and trying to be famous wow. and it's apparently kind of like sad to look at when because like one of them was like uh, someone who used to be big on vine who's still trying to make it in terms of just like popularity and like looking at their numbers and shit I'm like oh that's yeah that's kind of sad <laughs> Wow, uh,
1: but anyways, then we also got the Los Angeles Film Critics Association, and not to be you know this is gonna be a spoiler for a bunch of this uh, a bunch of these award shows, but yeah, Roma is gonna win a bunch of Best Picture prizes because it took home the prize handily this year at the Los Angeles Film Association. Um, but the weird thing is, the film that got the runners-up prize was Burning. <laughs> 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 the, the movie that's the that we here's ha- the thing,
2: everyone loves this movie
1: but us. <laughs> yeah. I know, I don't get it. I'm just like, look, fine. Okay, if people see something in it that I don't, okay, whatever. But that's the thing where you watch it and you're just like, okay, so not only did it win the um the the runner-up prize there, but Steven Yun won supporting actor at this co- at the competition. And I'm like, okay, which
2: I I will go on record in saying that's the only part that I can legitimately see I'm like, okay, you know what? I get this. Because even though I hate burning I think Stephen Young is incredible in it.
1: Oh yeah, he's very he good. Really I good. I almost wish he was in the movie more because it feels like we have to hang out with doofus, the, you know, for too long in this movie. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why don't we follow the instant character and not this this jerk?
2: The entire. I game? think that's the thing. It's the mystery about him until you're like, oh no way. He no. He might. He might just be legitimately crazy.
1: No, but the funny thing is too the guy who won the run up for supporting actor. Hugh Grant and Paddington 2, which I'm like, yes! I yeah, love it. That's, that's, that's a great That's on my to-watch
2: list, and yeah. I'm still like, huh? Oh, dude, no. no he's I, so I, funny I,
1: in that, yeah. Yeah, Paddington 2 is legitimately just as good, if not better, than the first movie, I would argue.
2: I didn't even see the first one, either. Oh, both Aww. of them are great. They're both. Like, that's the thing, Like
1: that's Those two movies are like two of the best children's movies I've seen in years, because they know how to be really, really innocent and sweet, but not... Condescending, because like, yeah, an adult can watch it and get entirely different things out of it than the children, and it's still good for both all audiences, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, the, like, the CGI a whole bear of, like,
3: isn't annoying. Is that was the trick? He's not annoying. He's charming. Oh yeah. He's very polite, and uh it's
1: great. And Hugh Grant is just such a great villain because he's like <laughs> he <laughs> is like chewing the scenery in that movie because the gimmick is that he's an actor who puts on a bunch of, like, disguises and costumes commit crimes throughout, throughout the city. So he's, like, yeah. reveling in this whole, like, master of disguise thing, just like, oh, I am the greatest actor in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he doesn't
2: go Dana Carby with it. Thank God. Um, no.
1: Almost, but not that bad.
3: Early on, it shows how dedicated he is as an actor, and that's all he wants. He just wants to be acknowledged <laughs> as a great actor. Like, someone mentions, like, oh, didn't he end up doing dog food commercials? And in those dog food commercials, he is in, in a little bit. I'm not going to spoil it. You see that? Wow, that actually is a dedicated actor.
1: It's so. not, it, That's the thing it's not what you think it is, and that's why it's funny. You're just like, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, that movie's great. I mean, and most of the other winners are kind of expected. Like, I, I get the feeling that because of Roma. Quaron is going to be up for like, let's see, what like like five or six nominations by himself because he's um he's probably getting nominated for cinematography because he won here yep. uh, for cinematography. He's getting no- nominated mm-hmm. for editing most likely, uh, directing, producing, and screenplay. So yeah, like like five or six nominations for him this year, I think. Which and is he's like a, uh, Oscar wow. darling,
3: isn't he? I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. he's he's yeah.
1: Well, Has he think, won um, best director yet? Oh yeah, so he won best director for Gravity, and he won best editing that year too for Gravity. Okay, so. yes. Yeah, Yeah, so there it goes. Oh, and also, Minding the Gap won for um, documentary here as well. So it's like nice, and it won for best editing actually too. Which I mean, documentaries don't get nominated for editing usually at the Oscars, but uh, you know, yeah, there it is. It's still good to see. Oh yeah, and then um, hey, Shaq, like you were saying, how great that score is. Eel Street Could Talk won best music that year. So told you, dude, the best score of the year. (laughs) Dude, that music is is amazing oh dude you've heard it yeah because it's out now right yeah it's on spotify and itunes and i uh I listened to it on your suggestion and i'm just like okay yeah no i totally get it literally if i go listen to it right now i will cry
2: it's, yeah
3: no, it, it, it just finally t- came out in independent theater for me so
1: yeah it's and funny t- because i know um it. martin thomas on double toasted was saying like oh he thought the score was a little overbearing the way it was done in the <laughs> movie
2: i love listen i love martin to death but he's wrong as shit yeah <laughs> no
1: i mean you know to be fair i haven't seen the movie yet so i want to judge it as a product of the movie but even just by itself the score is fantastic on its own so i'm like yeah i have no problems there
2: uh shit there's a thing i saw the other day on twitter that i i want to bring up i don't remember if we bring up beale street again i'll bring it up
1: okay uh sorry my mouse is stuck here that's now a on great Rabbit.
2: title for a movie by the way
3: I'm- I know that's not really a thing that people talk about, but I think that's a fantastic title. Oh, Bill Street Could Talk? If Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah, that reminds me of like an old classic novel,
2: that kind of title. It,
1: it is an old classic novel from the 70s. So. Oh, really?
2: Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from James Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. How did I miss that? Also, oh, thank you. Now I found it. I found the thing on Twitter. It was um, someone, a, a bunch of film scholars had restored a not, an old microfilm from 1898 which has like the older, the earliest cinematic de- depiction of African American love. So it's like literally like two black people like holding it in- together and like kissing and shit. And someone took that footage and edited the score in from Beale Street Katag. And I almost got emotionless shit on command. Oh, <laughs> you know? wow. That, that
1: sounds, sounds cool. Nice.
2: Alright, and, and because the thing is Barry Jenkins found it and retweeted it and he was like, dude, this is amazing.
1: Aw, that's awesome. Uh so then also here we got the New York film critics, and hey, what a surprise. Roma won best picture and best director, too. So wow. there's gonna be a a, a theme so it's, here.
2: It's it's a it's basically the front runner right now. Oh yeah.
1: Like I mean, that one and then another film that we'll talk about a little bit later. But um also I've been surprised uh Richard E. Grant has been winning a bunch of prizes, including supporting actor here. So I think it's safe to say that he's at least a leading contender for Supporting Actor, which wouldn't have been my initial pick, but I'm like, he was really good in that movie, to be fair. so Cool. Uh, but then yeah, obviously the major, like, the one true person who's, like, safe, guaranteed going to win, I think, is Regina King for Supporting Actress in Beale Street. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah. she's...
2: God, she's so good at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And actually a surprise winner too that has been showing up in a lot of categories, the favorite has been winning best screenplay in a bunch of ca- a bunch of shows. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> your wait, my question is, is it as weird as like your ghost's other movies? No. Oh, heard, didn't write no. It. Yeah, no. People say it's not, but that's probably what makes it work better than the others. Well, cool.
1: that's the thing, is like that, that's what um from listening to the review from Chris and the guys, they're saying, like, yeah, it's odd like a Yorgos Lanthimos film is but it's not like sterile and disturbing like so many of his films are you know it's like it's odd in the way that he makes those aesthetic choices mostly kind of. yeah. Okay, yeah but mostly it's more or less a drawing room a drawing room film you know like one of those kind of like you know period piece costume dramas with a Yorgos Lanthimos theme and sheen all over it kind of thing which is cool hey I mean I, I like to see him trying new things um, yeah. alright so then we also got the Chicago film critics uh, take a guess who won this one
2: chicago (laughs) um um (laughs) Gotti.
4: how'd you know
2: absolutely dude listen i would be so happy if there was a legit critics association that gave Gotti the award for best something (laughs) anything it could be like best original song i don't care but where did he live put Uh, it in the list i will be that will be my favorite association of all time where did
3: Gotti live that's that might give him a give the movie yeah. was it new jersey so
2: the, or? new york he'll give him the five fucking oh. the list of five districts even though he's <laughs> the five boroughs even though he lives in new york all his life so he knows what they are yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and someone made a point it's like that's pretty was just him making a reference to um, gangs of new york when they had that scene where they illustrate the five boroughs so it's like yeah that's wow. it, it's
4: so fucking dumb <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's one of those things. It's the most unnecessary thing to happen in an unnecessary movie.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of unnecessary parts to that movie, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But um, Ethan Hawke's been winning a bunch of prize first perform, Speed of which, which is like, yay, awesome.
3: And then also. Tony Collette, too,
1: for Best Actress. Yeah, they wanted her for Hereditary, which. She's not as safe as people think, but there is a dedicated so fan all, base. No. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, which is, she should be. She should be the front runner. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. So she got snubbed at both um, a little preview here. I think she got snubbed at both the Golden Globes and the Screen Actors Guild. Which. Does it mean she can't get nominated? Because the Golden and, and the Guild are usually a little picky about some of the films they'd nominate. Oh, go- Golden Globes is some
2: bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I know, we say it, I know we say it's, like, the first, like, big thing in the awards race, but at the same time, it's such a non-factor. It, it's yeah. so
1: corrupt, too. I just, like, I, you know, I always say, like, yo, know, the Oscars are corrupt. Golden Globes are more corrupt. Kind of thing, it's
2: so. open. The thing is, it's openly crumbed, and pe- <laughs> the reason people watch it is because
1: celebrities get drunk as hell. Yeah,
0: that's their one appeal to the show. It's like, yeah. hey, you
1: can you watch know? your favorite celebrities get sloshed on stage, you
3: know? No, absolutely. My some of my uh, favorite speeches for awards usually are emotional and the actor or actress thanking their mom, but my all time favorite is um Adele like tripping up to get her golden globe award and slurring
1: through a speech it's amazing oh wow exactly <laughs> um but yeah and then also into the spider verse one best animated film so that's Ooh. been happening a couple times over over the um the last few shows so that's cool uh, let's see and then philadelphia uh want to take any bets what won best picture of the year okay.
2: um, um, um the hurricane heist yes how'd you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Roma won Best Picture here, too, which, wow. wow. Okay, so, yeah, there that one is emerging see. as a victor. Um, Now, it's interesting, again, Best Actor is not really secure for anybody, because uh, Christian Bale won Best Actor for this one here. He's won a couple awards in a few shows, but it seems to be not very well evenly split. It's either him, Ethan Hawke, or just a random person. It's like, this thing. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke is probably like the
2: most recurring one, at least right now. Except that he got snubbed
1: at the Globes and Guilds, too. So, exactly. Very sad. And also, with
2: uh, and seeing this, I don't think Vice is going to do as well as people think it is because, at the very least, like some of the reviews right now have been very mixed. Uh, See, because I I know
1: Chris, a little preview on his review, he loved Mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. So, do you guys think maybe we're in a place
3: where and. I'm sure there are many variables of whose fault this is. I'm not going to get into that. But we're in a place where nobody wants to hear anything political
1: anymore when they go to the movies. I think that is a motivation for the reviews in that some people just don't want to watch a Dick Cheney movie. You know? Yeah, Yeah, I
2: can see that. But I, I, it's such a weird thing where, like, I th- I think that there are people who do... But it's just like, we don't need to see more shit about
1: this, <laughs> especially this government. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, the idea is like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know because I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's just the idea that's like, the movie's point is to say, this is how we got to where we were, kind of thing. So it's like, yeah. I guess it's important to be educated, but then if you have a bunch of people going, no, I don't want to hear it, la, 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 kind of thing, it's like, well, then, yeah, then that's kind of exactly. the point they're making is that you guys don't listen, <laughs>
3: Well, just like the, yeah, yeah. the housing bubble one was Adam McKay, too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yes, the, big short. Uh, the
3: big short. Yeah, and yeah that, I think it, people should see that just to know what happened. Before I saw it, I was like, see yeah, man, housing bubble I popped, wa- and that was the most I, I it,
2: and I still don't know what happened. <laughs> like, yeah. they, tr- they tried to put it in the most layman terms possible, using friggin' Margot Robbie in the tub. And I was like, I still have no idea what anything just well, happened. Well, I-
3: economics are batshit crazy is what I get out of most...
1: Well, that's Street. kind of like, the whole I'm point. Didn't, I,
2: I'm glad they didn't filter, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, this is all like re- this is like reading fucking arithmetic.
1: Which I mean, uh, yeah, I, a way, I, yeah. maybe I feel glad that I kind of understood most of the stuff they were talking about. Like, I was only lost in like two major points. So I'm like, I think I get it, <laughs> but anyway. Mm. Um, well, yeah,
3: Anna McKay has a way of making entertaining movies about opportunists that will destroy people's lives to get wealthy or powerful, and. I kind of oh, yeah. want to see Vice for that reason, you know? Yeah. And plus, I'm a big Sam Worthington fan. It, it's his name? No, oh, yes. Uh, Everyone say that. He's Sam Rockwell, really good Rockwell right? Oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. I'm, okay,
2: I'm not a big
1: with fan. of avatar Sam
2: Worthington. Times, <laughs> the with the avatar 17 times. Slip of a Salvation about 20. <laughs> Sam Worthington wouldn't even be able to do a Southern
1: accent. he just be like, hi, right, I'm George Bush. <laughs>
2: listen, listen. I know my man Brad was first in line for Man on the Ledge. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: Aww. just. Clash of the Titans (laughs) Wrath of the Titans He was right there Front row (laughs) That
3: that is the worst The worst tongue slip Of all time I've done And
1: thank you And um, it's
3: forever now On a podcast Great
1: So (laughs) then Las Vegas Announced their wins (sighs) Roma, once Roma's again, still in it. Roma is going to sweep these Critic Choice Awards, which that's I, I do know there's one at least that's not the winner for, the, for it, but we'll get to that in just a sec. But, I mean, again, Ethan Hawke won. Um, Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott won for Actress and Supporting Actor. Oh, kind of yay. Scary.
3: That's great news. You know what?
1: I think, you know, I was saying earlier that, like, oh, Tony Collette
2: should be the front runner. Is, like, I still feel like that's true-ish, but at the same time, I keep forgetting that, hey, yeah, no, Lady Gaga is probably the actual front runner right now. I which don't I'm know. not ag- i I'm, yeah. I'm not against because she's she was incredible. amazing in that movie. Yeah, she was but great. But at the same time it's like, yeah, no, it's not as clear cut as I thought it would be. Yeah, <laughs> well the yeah, last not...
3: beautiful singer to pull off a uh... Not even just a convincing performance, but a, a very intimate look into the soul of an artist was uh, Jennifer Hudson, and she ended up winning it. So
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not true. to say that singers don't ever get nominated, because uh, wasn't Mary J. Blige a singer before she was an actress? Yes. yes oh, yeah, she, that's right. She, yeah, she was
2: yeah. 100% a singer.
1: Dude, You do you not
2: Actually, you know, you're too white to say the, the, <laughs> But freaking? do you not remember the song Family Affair? I,
1: Family Affair is the
2: best fucking song.
1: Oh, I I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I, it's not. Look, I'm not trying to say that just because of my whiteness. I haven't heard. I don't, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm
2: like you. And I'm only saying that in the sense that you would not recognize that song. I don't know if you do. I mean,
1: I, I need to hear it. Uh, yeah, cause I don't recognize it off of name value. So I'd have to like. i Angel sure hey duration,
2: it holleration, in this dancery. Oh, yeah, Does yeah that no, not no, no I
1: remember you. You, uh, you referenced that before, and I asked you about that, so I remember. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I know about it because of you, Shaq. Because of
2: you. Okay. Thank you. But that song is legitimately great. Now, what I
1: do like about this list here on Las Vegas is that they actually did, like, a thorough list of nominations for, like, technical categories. Because, um, I mean, yeah, they gave a bunch of stuff for, like, Song, which was, of course, Star is Born. Um, surprisingly, Suspira has been showing up for Best Score from Tom York, which I'm like, dude, okay. Dude, it's a good score.
2: I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
1: Um, and then also, uh, let's see. Oh, oh yeah. Um, a Quiet Place won for Original Screenplay, which I'm like, hmm.
2: Okay. Wait, wait. That's kind did, of original. I feel it. Like, you know what? I said this. <laughs> you did. I think of, you remember yeah. before we started doing this new season, I said maybe <laughs> it might get in there and you're like, no it won't because <laughs> not really that much dialogue. You never you know. You could quote me other you could go listen to that episode right now. You could, or you can just listen to me right now saying maybe. <laughs>
1: <just a> <laughs> but no, I know I said it. I know for a fact that oh, I said it. Oh, I believe it. you. I believe you. And that's the thing, it's like <laughs> these shows have been showing that a quiet place has been slowly getting momentum for those people who are like, I don't want to just openly say it, but I really, really like that movie a lot. So they're kind of showing their hand here with these you know, categories. So it's like Honestly, I thought it was surprising
2: is I thought hereditary or Suspiria. No, not even Suspiria, because I thought I knew that would be divisive from the get go. But uh, I thought Hereditary would, would be more the awards, darling.
3: No, me too, because Hereditary, when you watch it, everything that happens in it from moment to moment makes sense as things progress. And everything's foreshadowing to the, you know, that eerie ending or hilarious ending, depending on who you are and what you believe. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Uh, With A Quiet Place, I just felt like... And you shouldn't think about A Quiet Place too much, though. I was going to say, if you think about it too much, it's not that good. But you're not supposed to think about it. It's supposed to be a cool horror film. You know, a creature feature. I thought the creatures were really cool. And uh, leave it at that. So, I don't know why it's getting such huge buzz, really.
1: It's just a very solid movie. And also, Hollywood loves when actors become directors. That's really a big thing about it. (laughs) But... um... (laughs) Anyway, uh, also here, too, um, St. Louis, I mean, this is only nominations, but, you know, it's the expected favorites, like Black Klansmen, First Reformed, Roma, Star is Born, and Vice. So it's like, okay, you know, it, mm-hmm. when you look down the list, it's mostly the people you expect to see. Like, the only one that stood out, which I'm actually kind of happy this is happening, because I had given up on Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. It's like, oh, great, no one's seen that movie. But then he got yeah. nominated to the Golden Globes, and then he got nominated again here and a few other places, like... Okay, he, he might still have a chance. You know, maybe some people actually saw that movie.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm still upset about The Florida Project. He should have won it. Because
1: um, well, wh- who won that year? Oh, yeah, it was uh, Sam Rockwell. It, it
2: was Sam Rockwell won that year, which, don't get me wrong, he was great. But I wanted Willem Dafoe to win no, it for that No, i picked so pick Willem Dafoe over that.
3: And I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan, but I hated Sam Rockwell's character in that film. So, Well, you're not
1: supposed <laughs> to like him, to be fair. But
3: yeah, I mean that's well, a whole other debate yeah. Where, no, that's yeah. a really good point. And yeah. he did he did uh, a lot of really yeah okay. But I'm not mad about it. I'm just really like William Defoe on the Florida project was a great role. Oh
1: yeah, and... no. And then um, now getting up to your guys' neck of the wood, uh, Toronto. Uh, they announced Ooh. their winners and uh, <sighs> Roma once <Yep>. again. Roma. <laughs> Roma wins again. <laughs> Freaking Roma getting everything going for all the belts. <laughs> Oh sorry,
2: he's going for all the belts, all the championships. Oh yeah, no, Surprisingly, Roma has
1: been again, emerging man. as the cinematography winner in a bunch of categories too. I'm just like, okay, I would have normally picked another film, but I mean, Roma does look really good to be fair. So I'm saying
2: I'm trying to think what else would it be competing against, because um, like
0: pull- at least
2: in the first, like in, like first time, I'm still trying to think of stuff, but like it. it it's so striking even just like from watching just like the the trailers or the clips and everything it's so striking that i'm trying to think what else would be competing against it
1: well it's funny too because um uh, roma just came out on uh netflix today and my girlfriend showed me the photo that apparently on her login page they themed the login page after roma but like it's all black and white with images of roma in the background so it's like oh that's so sick (laughs) (laughs) they're just like yeah you know here we go this is you you know the visual style that's the thing that catches your attention so
3: (laughs) well i'm going in completely blind to roma I know absolutely nothing about it, other than Alfonso Cuarón is a genius.
2: I've seen, yeah, no, I've seen maybe like ten seconds. Like I, I also intentionally avoid. I, I saw maybe like the teaser, and that was it. And it showed literally nothing. It, you know, to be fair, right, if, right. from
1: what I hear, it's not a movie that's really built on plot. It's more about time and place. So it, you can almost go in having seen those trailers and still not know what's going to happen in it, kind of thing. So it's like. I get you. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, moving on from there. Uh, okay, Canada, awesome. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Canada loves Roma. Sorry, I, I did
3: know. see Isle of Dogs, which one Best Animated here at Toronto in a crowd, uh, pretty crowded theater, and it was just mm. laughs, laughs, laughs. You know, Jeff Goldblum you know
2: as the dog. That's like one of the ones that I thought would be, that's kind of gotten forgotten. Yeah, obviously.
3: I thought that, I think that's pretty weird because I thought it was really great as well. Yeah. Uh, I liked it more than The Incredibles too.
2: <laughs> We're just gonna keep shitting on Incredibles 2, aren't we? Incredibles two is two not two is even great, a bad but movie. It's not a bad
3: it's movie. It's just Incredibles one again. And I know that's a nitpick. I'm sorry. I said but... the
1: exact same thing when it came out. So I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm totally on your side. I'm like, it's a good movie. It's just nothing special about it. So, but yeah. also, I'm I'm glad to see like even though it got uh,
2: snubbed on like Golden Globes or whatever, but I'm glad to see like a lot of love. sorry to bother you yeah because even though even though it doesn't fully nail what it's trying to go for it's ambitious in what it's trying to go for because it's like i can at least say i've literally never seen anything like it (laughs) i agree same same
1: here yeah yeah no i i have my blu-ray here that's one of the films that my girlfriend and i are gonna binge uh when we get together um oh you haven't seen we have you seen it no i haven't yet that's what i'm saying that's that's been on my oh track. and you're yeah. still okay. and you're
3: still going in not knowing about the, i don't anything. know the twist anything? so yeah no, that's cool. the
1: twist. oh so that's cool. my god Dude, yeah you,
2: listen <laughs> you need to message us later when you when you <laughs> yeah. see it i'm definitely gonna talk to happens, you guys
1: about it after i watch and it And you're so. gonna
2: be like what Like, you know what? This might actually be the one time that you actually curse because you're just going to be like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, interesting. Like, it is that crazy. Interesting thing here San Diego didn't pick Roma for Best Picture this year. (laughs) Hey. Uh, the winner huh? was Leave No Trace, which is surprising. I'm like, okay, I'm glad people have actually seen that movie because it's awesome. So, Yeah, wasn't yeah, was you who was, like, propping this movie up or at least did the review? Oh, so far it's still in my top five. Yeah, I reviewed it on the site, and then I, uh, I've i been talking about it on the podcast ever since. I'm just like, yeah, this movie is really, really good. Super nuanced, super emotional, great acting, great writing. And, hey, you know what? People always say, like, oh, we got to support, you know, minority directors, women directors, and some stuff. It's like, Yeah. If you want to talk about the two best movies I've seen this year and they were directed... Some, or two of the best movies I've seen this year directed by women, this movie and Private Life. No one's talking about those movies. It's like, yeah, these movies were great. Pay attention to them. You know? yeah,
3: I, yeah, I agree 100%. I saw Leave No Trace. And it is as good as you said in your review on The Screener Squad,
2: it, which you can find on, on my iTunes, list. So, It is on my list. Oh, yeah. yeah. and It's, it's one it's, of those movies
1: you have to go in knowing that it's a very dry, slow, nuanced film, but if you can jive with it, it's really, really but
2: it's it. But it's not burning slow. No, because <laughs> stuff well, actually know, happens
1: in this film. So. The environment is a character, you know, paying
3: attention to detail is rewarded. Uh, ben Foster, once again, gives a performance that I want to say is ahead of its time because, like in most films he's in, uh, a lot of the award people are like, we don't know what to make of this, so let's just ignore it, you know, and he's... Yeah, I think he's going to get his due eventually,
2: but... Um, mm-hmm. He really does. Like, he's... God, he's so consistently underrated, and right? Yeah, I totally agree. And I thought nice his to... big
3: break was going to be big awards break, I mean. You know, he's consistently working, so that's good to see. But him in his performance in Hell or High Water was so good, I thought, here it is, finally. Ben Foster's going to get the,
1: the... I mean, it is really good, but it's a very Ben Foster character that he was playing in that movie. So I think well, it's just... yeah, that's true, but... Yeah. I don't know. I thought it'd either be that or, like, The Messenger. Oh, yeah, no Messenger, he was fantastic in that movie, so, yeah. And, yeah, they
2: didn't,
3: nobody knew what to do with that great performance, though. They were like, wow, what a beautiful well, and the sad thing was, that was when he was still kind of breaking ignoring, out on the know? scene. So yeah. it's like,
1: yeah, it's like, yeah, he's really good in it, but all the attention went to Woody Harrelson, who was also really good in that
3: movie. Right, so, and all yeah. the attention for Hell or Horror, No High Water went to uh, Jeff Bridges. and
1: yeah. Now, that's the sad thing, it's like, he keeps getting a clip, like, he just needs a movie by himself, he he needs no co-stars. Just <laughs> alone in a room. Because then also, Leave No Trace, the young actress who plays his daughter is getting all the attention, and it's like, yeah, Ben Foster's good, but Thompson McKenzie's amazing, it's like... <laughs> yeah, McKenzie's
3: gonna be the wave of the future there, but,
1: so yeah it's like maybe he just needs a one-man film like a one-man play kind of thing <laughs> um also interesting too uh, people just been noting some weird stuff here it's like yeah uh death of stalin won for best adapted screenplay which i'm like huh okay that's not what i expected it's a wait what's it
2: adapted from
1: uh, it was based on a comic book actually
2: oh okay cool. gotcha okay. yeah
1: and then um <laughs> the one that cracked me up best editing was game night uh, that they gave it that's to cool. you. Know what? <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm
1: actually cool. so down with that because
2: it's super. Like everything about Game Night, is shouldn't be as good as it is. Like, a, like it's like it's a silly comedy. But it's so well shot, well edited, well like the score is amazing. It's like, why is this as legitimately solid as it is?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's one of the best surprises I saw this year. Where it's like, yeah, I had no expectations <laughs> yeah, it's going
2: so in. Goofy and fun, oh, and yeah. the couple th- in it seemed like they had
3: a real couple problem. So I always appreciate that. When when the two, and uh, I went over this in our review of Private Life, when two characters make a couple in a movie. And neither of them is a nag that's just bringing the other one down, and that's his or her purpose in the movie. I think it's fantastic. And Rachel McAdams and, is it, Jason Bateman? So good. So good together. Pretty good chemistry. And Jesse Plemons has the most quirky range (laughs) as an actor, and I'm not going to pass up anything I see him in anymore because he's just always different and always weird. And
1: Yeah, go go see Game Night, everybody. Oh, absolutely! I still love um, that bit near the end where there's the twist that happens. I won't say what it is because we haven't seen it, but they kept him. It's like you know, uh, stop effing with us, um, you know, uh, Gary, and he's like, "I'm not fudging with you," yeah. <laughs> you know, just like I love it. Someone else said fudge, other fudging than me, with you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so also, someone who defied the uh, critic consensus, Seattle gave Best Picture to the favorite. Uh, this year so which is like you know i think the favorite is going to be one of those ones where it's going to get a ton of nominations not a lot of wins but a ton of nominations
2: this year i'm pretty sure i could see that yeah yeah because i mean it's probably going to take
1: costume design i just have a feeling about that and uh i even though i want to fight about that well okay so you know okay i'll say that like it's going
2: to be a top contender i I get that i i get listen yeah no i get it because like obviously like those victorian robes are always like beautiful and shit but I'm a fight for like black. If Black Panther doesn't win, that'll be the one thing I'm legitimately mad about. Black Panther well, it it looks it like it might win. Production design, if it's though, not production, so. yeah. If it's not production design or costume design, if it doesn't win both, either or both, I will be mad. Yeah. Well, Ryan
3: Coogler made and the cast, of course. Ryan Coogler, the cast, the cinematography—they made Wakanda into an actual real place. There are kids from the age of like five to like nineteen. That don't get that Wakanda isn't a real place because of how well
1: done. <laughs> 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 I even watched a video about where someone tried to find out geographically where Wakanda would be. It's like, yeah, <laughs> right. like the most remote Dude, region of this really one area.
2: <laughs> it's a really good question. Cause I legitimately don't know where it would be. Yeah, like, like well, the, the best they assume was the like whole, this one.
1: That's the like, of it, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, this mountain region in, like, middle of Africa. And they, so it's like, I guess this country could claim that they have Wakanda there, but that's a big, like, you know, stretch of the imagination if you had to do it that yeah. way. Wakanda is
3: like the African Springfield. Everybody wants it in their state, you know, because <laughs> it's such an iconic, you know, and it, with just one movie, too. I mean, uh, Chadwick Boseman was dope as hell in Civil War. He, I think he actually kind of stole the drama from... Um, Caps. Oh, he like
2: he a hundred percent but... did. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so when he was in finally getting his chance in the the, the Black Panther movie, it's it, yeah. I mean, if I lived in Africa, wherever I would be like Wakanda's here. You know, I totally would. Be
2: <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we it got to us. <laughs> yeah,
3: totally.
1: Though I would so, love yeah, it. Uh, now that you mentioned like Wakanda being the Springfield of Africa, I just want to see what Wakanda and Simpsons looks like. That would be really amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean most of the people who are up on the nominations here for this are pretty expected, like I said. Um one thing I was actually surprised for Best Picture, one of the nominees was Mission Impossible Fallout. So I'm like, Oh, okay. that's cool. That's, that's a fan that's favorite. A, that's a weird
2: pick. I don't know if I'd ever I'd put it on the like I listen, it's in my top ten, but I don't know if I'd put it in a, like a best picture position. I haven't seen it. All right.
4: Yeah,
1: I do feel like it would be nice to reward it with like a technical nomination somewhere, like sound or something like that. Because like, yeah, you know, I get it. People have this thing against blockbusters. It's like, but even just if you want to acknowledge, it, it's like, it's easy to say, yeah, some of the technical work in that film is really impressive. You know,
2: this is where I go. This is why you make a goddamn stunt award. Exactly. I mean, seriously, it's right there.
1: Like, literally, right there, the giant halo jump. That should be an award in itself. Come on. (laughs)
2: Dude, (laughs) the most nerve-wracking experience I've had in the theater this year (laughs) in a non-horror movie. It's kind of
3: because they're afraid of imitators. That's the only thing I can think of, why they won't just admit that this type of art needs to be recognized. Because they don't want a bunch of people... Doing what Tom Cruise does and what other stunt people do in films, and then being like, "Well, the Academy Awards," you know, and that's my guess. I well, know. I mean, I I'm get sorry. there's a
1: place for talking about films as art, but that's not to say that just because something's a blockbuster doesn't make it a really well made or artful movie, too, in its own capacity. No, you're, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't put it best picture, but I do think it is a very, very good movie that came out this year. I so. oh, hear uh, what you're saying. Although, the other thing that I
2: saw on that list that I was super happy about because it's been getting snubbed literally every other fucking place, that's blind spotting.
1: Yeah, which I'm so sh- you know, that's the thing where uh, I think Chris on one of the recent Breakfast Puzz made the point just like everyone's talking about Black Klansmen and, uh, and that stuff and uh, Black Panther. It's like, they're very good films, but uh, Martin and him were talking, they're like, the two great really great movies that they at least thought were like the best race discussion films this year were hate um hate you give and blind spotting and nobody's talking about those movies yeah i've
2: heard yeah, that um... blind spotting is a hundred percent to me i think it like i haven't seen like to be fair i haven't seen black klansman or the hate you give but i feel like i don't think they'll be as good or as refreshing as this was
1: yeah. So who knows? Maybe it might like slip in if there's word of mouth. It doesn't seem likely, but it feels like it's going to be at least have that kind of like recognition of saying like this was the bit be- you know like one of the best films to talk about race issues this year. Cause it, I think it'll have a cult following. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones that's like yeah. At least this one added new stuff to the conversation, not just going hey, you know what? The KKK, they're bad. It's like yeah, you <laughs> yeah. don't say.
3: <laughs> I mean, we've all known that since Bad Boys Two, right? <laughs>
4: true i
3: I hear it's like the new fruitvale station fruitvale station came out and all these critics and these film experts are like ryan coogler has arrived michael b jordan has finally arrived he's not just that goofy kid in movies that's doing his best he's not and then the awards came around and they're like no we're not going to nominate it though but the praise it was getting sounded like it was a shoe in
1: yeah, that, that happens. You know, you, you can never tell if it's just overhyped, but, I mean, I really did... I love Proof Elation. I thought that movie was great, to be fair. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was very moving. Very... Yeah. Um. So, I think... I don't think we talked about Phoenix yet, but, um. so, Phoenix, Phoenix. put out their nominations, too, and I, it's probably the most bland list, although they have a distinction <laughs> for Best Comedy Film, and, hey, Game Night's there, too, so yeah, I'm so glad. Just I love when people recognize those kind of films, just like, oh, yeah, we totally forgot about that movie, you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: Actually,
1: you know, one thing that I've seen pop
2: up on these lists more and more is shoplifters in in the best foreign film category. Oh yeah. And literally a friend of mine was telling me about it just 2 days ago he went to go see it and he's like dude this is one of the best things of the year. That one and Roma and, are
1: going to have a head to head battle for best foreign film I think. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, no everyone's been saying it's great. Even uh, Chris on the digital noise the other day he was like yeah that movie is legitimately like worth the praise it's been getting. So. Oh that's awesome. I mean, yeah, no I'm excited. Uh, one thing though awesome. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I know we've been dodging – like, I'm looking at these nomination lists still. And you mean this one here? one movie that's – no. <laughs> oh, there's, you know, there's two things that that are pointing – that are being pointed out to me. Uh, the first one is, yes, Rami Malek and Bohemian Rhapsody, which – Bohemian Rhapsody getting all these nominations, especially in the Golden Globes, is like
1: – Yeah, we're going to no,
2: talk not, about not that Golden for – Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. That's the one where everyone's like, what the fuck?
1: Why is everyone voting for this freaking movie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. And I'm like, we got a bunch of Queen fans in the Screen Actors Guild.
1: Uh, well, you know, and that's I think it's like that's the only reason. My girlfriend saw it recently too. She's like, look, I get where some of the complaints can happen. I still think it's a very fun movie. I can get why it's like factually incorrect and everything else, though. To be fair, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, what was the other one though? That you said you saw the other one that I'm noticing is the
2: movie that I'm still trying to avoid, but the praise keeps happening for it. That's goddamn Green Book. <laughs> well,
1: so it's not as universal <laughs> as I thought, because there's a point where it's like, oh, Viggo Mortensen's going to get nominated for Best Actor. But it's been inconsistent whether he's going to get it. But it sounds like, for sure, Maharshala Ali is going to get in. So
2: Yeah, at the very least, I think, nomination, I, think, yeah. I think Viggo partially derailed the shit himself <laughs> when he did that one thing. Oh, right. Uh, when which, he... Yeah, when he said oh, he yeah. during yeah, when he said the n word at a random <laughs> fucking Q and A, which kills me, which is like, <laughs> why would you think, <laughs> you like, it's a matter of context? You just had a movie literally just screened about racism, and you say it
3: anyway. <laughs> yeah, a movie, not only a movie about racism, but being criticized that white people don't understand racism, and then he goes and says that. And it's so. like, oh hey, no,
2: oh I don't say this anymore. It's like you could just say the word, the N word.
1: I guess, yeah, I know. I mean, I I'm trying to think of it from his perspective. I think it was just a bad move on his part. Just yeah. I know
2: the thing is, I think I don't think he meant like it wasn't malicious. I don't think he meant it on purpose or like trying to say, oh, I'm going to say this. But it's one of the things where like logic did not go in his favor.
3: <laughs> yeah, and he apologized for it. But that's the thing, you know. Then don't he say did, it. Which is know? like, all right, just which don't is say fine. it. If you know you're going to have to apologize for it immediately, don't say it. And yeah. yeah, hindsight's I twenty twenty. Wasn't though, wasn't thinking.
2: Yeah. I don't think like it, this. It's one of those things where it'll blow over. Yeah, no. I yeah, think so. I think, know think, that. So. V- I think it a, already. It kind of already did. Yeah,
1: if people know Vigo is not like he is not a very like like he he's about as liberal as you can get in a lot of things. So I don't think he meant anything at all by saying it. Kind yeah, of you know, exactly. Yeah. He
3: always has a. Uh, I think his track record's been pretty phenomenal as far as uh, awards go as well. Being nominated, I mean, not necessarily winning, but...
1: No. Um, but then also, a couple of just kind of fun little award categories here. There's the Women's Film Critics Circle, which I didn't even know was a thing. I actually just discovered that the other day. Oh, that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's fucking sweet, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously trying to aim towards female-centric films and films about women kind of thing. Um <clears throat> So their top films for w- best movie about women was Roma, The Favorite, Widows, and Mary Shelley, which is surprising because I don't think anyone actually liked that movie. So I'm just was like, that okay. um,
3: was that Ella or Dakota Fanning?
1: Uh, Ellie Fanning. Dakota okay, Fanning doesn't L- make Ellie movies Fanning. anymore. Oh. <laughs> <Ella>. <laughs> um, but then the best movie by a woman was uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Leave No mm-hmm. Trace, The Kindergarten Teacher, and You Were Never Really Here. Uh, have so either of like, you seen The Kindergarten Teacher?
2: No, but i heard a lot of at least i heard a lot of praise going towards maggie gyllenhaal yeah, oh yeah,
3: Ma- yeah. maggie gyllenhaal great in it and it's a movie that i want to recommend but only if i know what
2: your triggers are does that Ooh, make sense okay oh so like it goes it goes dark from what i've heard it, like because it's, it's based on like, it's dark. a remake
1: of an israeli film that also was really controversial too so it's like yeah I can okay only oh that, yeah. yeah that makes sense but it goes dark in a way
3: that Yeah, it's upsetting. I'm yeah, still upset thinking it. about it, but it's still good. It's good, everybody. But okay. I'm you know, upset. No, like, that's
2: what I <laughs> mean. Like I, I'd still probably go watch it.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't mean to sound how oh trigger or whatever. Yeah, no, I respect. No, no. Like, the, I respect people. Time, though, like that is all.
2: I, You still come from a place of like legit concern. I was like, yeah. listen. I don't know if you guys might be like physically upset by this, which is exactly which is the point of these damn trigger warnings in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. People <laughs> think it means like oh, it means I'm an annoyed or a. Offended. That's not what it means, right?
3: Well, you, I'm glad you understand what I was saying. I appreciate that. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, go see some, Maggie that's...
3: Gyllenhaal, but but maybe do a little research first.
1: <laughs> Speaking of yeah. Best Actor, though, uh, Ben Foster got a Best Actor nomination in this thing, so it's All like, oh, cool, right. somebody finally there, there he is. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, and next to Bill we... Mortensen. And then Private Life and Hit You Give got some love, too, for Best uh, Woman Storyteller. It's like, you know, I almost suspect Hit You Give might get a little bit of a push, un- unfortunately, because the writer died, like, literally the day the movie came out. So, yeah, that's right? a, that's a Yeah, shame. I remember you told me this. Yeah, I was so that's, sad that's about that, bad. where it's like, yeah, Hit You Give is coming out, and Audrey Wells is dead. And you're that's just like, so, yeah. no, that's, yeah, that's
2: the most unfortunate thing that, like, I feel like you can't even joke about it that's just awful yeah. and especially
1: because it's like people are saying it's like one of the best scripts she wrote so you're just like wow she couldn't even you know see you know the praise that she was getting for her best work probably so it's like oh yeah a bummer. but yeah no that's cool um, and then also um, they mentioned here, it's the, there's two of these categories. It's the Black Reel Award nominations. So yes. <laughs> now we're getting to the black categories. Woo! <laughs> but, They're going to me. Yeah, this is a <laughs> I nominated all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely didn't nominate one of these films on the Best Motion Picture, which is... So oh, you know I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Widows, and Green Book. <laughs> God
0: <laughs> Your own people Are voting for this man Y'all,
2: People are really Gonna make me watch a stupid fucking movie I really don't want to
3: Well Maybe it'll be okay I don't know I liked Driving Miss Daisy You
4: know uh,
3: <laughs> I, I don't think that's a
1: good comparison, but
3: <laughs> I did hear that was a good comparison. What did they give it on our retro review?
1: A seven, I think we both gave I it about think. like a seven or seven point five. Morgan Freeman's yeah, is thought... so great. I don't know. Which by the way, we haven't yeah. done a best picture review in a while, so hopefully we can start that. Yeah, we did. We were like, oh, hey, we're gonna start doing these. Yeah. Like, was the last one
3: Casablanca? Do, like, we didn't do it. I think yeah, it was no. the three of us with Casablanca.
2: Yeah, that was months ago. That was an assignment <laughs> for school. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: cool. Yeah. No, we yeah, definitely time, start time's that. Times different down. for me. So, I got here, we got time now. So, woo. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. So you know, uh, most of the people you expect, you know, Chadwick Boseman was up for Best Actor with Stephen James, Michael B. Jordan, Lakeith Stanfield, and John David Washington, which is like okay, cool. So I think some people are trying to push John David Washington for like Best Actor,
2: <sighs> which I've heard. I heard he's really, really good in. So I can't really. I can't judge until I see it. Yeah, sure, I haven't seen sure. it yet
3: either. Yeah, I'm just. I, I want Lakeith to win, to, to be honest. Lakeith Stanfield, I've been a huge fan of since uh, short term 12 with uh, Captain Marvel Brie Larson. So everyone go out and see it and be like, I knew Brie Larson before she was Captain
1: Marvel. And uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely need to see that film. But yeah, most of the people here is kind of the people you expect. There's a few films in here I've never heard of, like Jin or something like that, which I'm like, okay, whatever that is. Jin, I, don't, yeah, I don't even know yeah. what that is either, no, 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 either. Yeah, but most know. of these are kind of the films you've been hearing all about so it's like yeah they, they, like the five movies have dominated all the categories in this one so except mm. although again no blind spot <laughs> exactly love, I was just going to say
2: fucking reason. Yeah, it, it's like,
3: is it just something about that subject matter that
2: I, honestly it's, it's not that because Black Clans is getting a shit ton of awards oh that's true nomination. <laughs> I think it's just because no one saw it. Well, because it was
1: marketed really badly. Like, there was, like, one trailer that nobody watched, and then nobody knew it was in any theaters, so they just they just kind of just dumped it into the theaters. Yeah, they
2: quietly released this. Like, I i barely I barely caught it myself. I only knew it was coming it, out
1: because I saw the yeah. trailer, I'm like, this trailer looks great. Why isn't anyone talking about this? So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's now, That's But trailer. then, um, the other big black critics association, the African American Film Critics, uh... Let's see if they recognize blind spotting at all. For this one, nope. Aww.
2: nope, because it's all it's, it's Black Panther dominated. Which thing is, is I understand because how much of a cultural phenomenon it is. Yeah, it Was slash is. So it's gonna be the one that gets the most eyes. I don't think it, at the same time I don't think it's the best movie. At least the best black movie to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Again, blind spotting, mm-hmm. and I heard Black Clansman's even better or not even better than black product but I heard it's better than black Panther. I, I've heard so yeah,
1: I, I've heard Nick's responses to black uh, black Klansmen but I've heard you know it's either things like yeah it's it's good or it's great you know it just it doesn't seem like there's
2: any, yes yeah and also I'm also preaching if Beale Street could talk the gospel of it.
1: <laughs> you know also cool too um somebody who's been popping up a little bit in the conversation is Russell Hornsby for the hate you give. So it's like okay you know it seems like it's very unlikely he'll get recognized but it's nice to see other things that the films get recognized other than just the screenplay you know. Uh, who
3: does uh, Russell Hornsby play Is does he play her father or... Oh yeah he's the
1: dad uh, in the Okay. Movie. Yeah. yeah so. That's a that's well, a pretty I demanding
3: think... role. I, I mean I haven't I saw seen him the film, was but...
1: it? I'm uh
2: Oh, he was in uh, shit. What was it? Uh, Creed two. That was the last thing I just saw. Oh, right. Yo, who yeah, did he play in that? He was uh, yeah, Buddy Marcel, like the guy who like set up the fight between Creed and. Oh, uh, he was
3: great in uh, that. Yeah,
2: yeah, he was great in that. <laughs> he made out like a bandit. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Fucking
1: Don, Don King.
2: Yeah.
1: Type of thing. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, let's see, and then now we're getting to the big critic nominations that happened this last few weeks. So the first one here is the Critics' Choice nominations, which, you know, critics have interesting opinions on this stuff, but let's see. So the films they nominate for Best Picture, like, again, Black, Plan- Black Panther is everywhere, so it's probably going to get a Best Picture nomination this year. So, whatever. <laughs> um, <coughs> I'm sorry, I get all choked up for a Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Klansman, The Favorite. First Man, surprisingly, which I thought was getting shut out and everywhere, but it's like, yeah, okay, that's it's the first I see The thing it.
2: is, the only thing that I would figure First Man would get nominated for is Best Score. Oh, yeah. Because the score in that is also incredible. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Yeah.
1: I agree. Um, Green Book, If Bill Street Could Talk, Mary Poppins Returns, which is popping up in a lot of places lately, surprisingly. Uh Ro- yeah. Roma, Star is Born, and Vice. So, like I said, it feels like we're starting to get a shape of, like, what's going to come out around this time, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I remember there was a point. It's, it's funny because even thinking like about a month ago, a month or two ago, when it was just nothing but dominating our, uh our conversations about a star is born. Now that's going to be the ones like, oh, that's the front runner now. It's like, not really. Like it was still too er- it was too early to call. But now that there's a lot more people popping up right now, and like yeah, we start seeing the favorites.
1: Yeah, which, speaking of the favorite, <laughs> was the one that led the most nominations at this prize, so it's like, wow. Hey, dude.
2: First off, that's a great segue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then also Black Panther got a ton of love this this one. And actually, when you were talking about like who else is up for cinematography, some of the big contenders this year are Beale Street, uh, Star is Born, The Favorite, First Man. It's like, okay, you can see where there's kind of like uh, the the expected people who might get in. But I'm so mad. Buster Scruggs is getting no love from anybody except for, like, one critic association for cinematography, and that's, like, one of the best-looking movies this year. So. No,
3: I agree. I, I I watched that, and its cinematography is so nice. You know, there yeah. are certain shots in there where I... You know, where it makes you wonder, how did they do that? That's gotta be fake. Is that fake? Oh, I don't think so.
0: I mean, it's a movie, and, Brad, so
1: all of it's fake, but... <laughs> oh,
3: well, there you go. You got me. But certain things look like paintings and just sweeping oh. shots, great shots. The, the first segment has so much fun camera work in it that I assumed that alone would have pushed it into being nominated for cinematography. cinematography. Yeah,
1: I think just people don't know what to do with it, but I'm really hoping somebody in the Oscars has watched this movie, because I'm like, it's, I personally think it's a legitimately uh, one of the great movies that came out this year, but eh, I guess yeah. it's just Well, not- me too, I'm
3: hoping that every, every, like, award person just sees Ballad of Buster script, cowboy, ew, and then that's why, you know, because they yeah. just don't want cowboys to make a comeback.
1: And I'm there's, sure there's that Cohen Brothers so 15. It's like, oh, the Cohen Brothers always get nominated, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, because well, yeah, they're really good. I don't know. So, <laughs> it, was,
3: it was a lot of fun. That first segment was great. Everyone, everyone just go watch the whole thing. Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Um, now, the last one here, oh, well, wow, we actually got a lot out of this one. But the last one here, you know, we've been alluding to it the Screen Actors Guild. Um, so, this is interesting because, so, for, so let's see. So, best performance by a male actor, we had Vice for Christian Bale. Bradley Cooper for a star is born. Rami Malik, which I can hear Davey like seeding every time we talk about Bohemian Rhapsody. Um uh, well,
3: he, he doesn't sing the songs, right? It's all just
1: a No, it's all dubbed. Yeah. He, he Rami Malek is cannot fine, sing. Which is fine. He's not sing. saying you shouldn't
3: do that. You know, sometimes that's preferable, especially when the voice is Freddie Mercury's, but Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> can you imagine Rami Malik just like, oh, we need is actor, radio gaga <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can still only ever see him as like Elliot from Mister Robot, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but the other two are Vigo Mortensen for Green Book, and then John David Washington for Black Klansmen. So it's like, okay, you got this and a Golden Globe nomination, so again, he's in the running. And I guess to be fair, there's not a lot of diversity in the lead actor category, so it's yeah. like, I guess they're going to try to push him to be that other, you know, that that other guy, you know, the one that's like, well, we got to put him in too, kind of thing. Yeah. Although nobody's doing that for lead actress because the people who got nominated at the Screen Actress Guild are the people I think are going to make it at the end. It's, um, let's see. Well, except for Emily Blunt, I'm not totally sold on that one yet from Mary Poppins. It's like, maybe... Mm -hmm. Um, but then Glenn Close for the Wife, that's going to be the only nomination it's going to get, and no one's going to talk about it. Just like, what is this freaking movie? I've never heard of it. <laughs>
2: <Mm-mm>. Damn. <Dale.
1: laughs> well, I mean, from what I hear, people overall like I mean, you're I not wrong, but damn. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's just going to be those things. It's like, um, oh, gosh, what was it? Like, uh, Marion Cotillard, she got nominated for um, Two Days, One Night, which I love that movie personally, but I know everyone else is like, what the frick is that movie? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of that. And I like oh, her too. Oh, that movie's great. It's, on, it's actually on Canopy right now because they have um, uh, the Criterion Collection on there. So. Hey, well,
3: there you go. Thank you. Canopy. Yeah.
1: Um, Olivia Colman for The Favorite, which that's a lock for sure. She's getting nominated. Lady Gaga, obviously. And then someone who seemed like people were not championing for a while, but Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me?
2: Which I'm glad. Yeah,
1: she's really good in that movie. So I'm like, look, I get that it's not like, you know, oh, Melissa Carthy, she just does all those stupid, dumb comedies. It's like, yeah, but the few times she's done actual drama, she's been really good at it. So,
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, supporting actor was Marshall Ali, which, of course, Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy, which, again, that'll be the only nomination that movie gets.
3: Uh, I, I do this to you every time, Justin, Sorry. Oh, sorry, Timothée Charlemagne. Yeah, yeah. Timothée
1: Charlemagne. That sounds like, yeah. I don't mean it like it does. But it sounds like one of those things that you see, like old parodies, of, like black films, just like Timothée Charlemagne. You know what I mean? You gotta say that. Or, like, it's almost like, um, what was that Key and Peel skit where uh, Pee- uh Peel, no, no, Key was uh trying to read off the attendance on the class, and it's like, wait, how do you say oh, that? Oh, Timothée. Timothée. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> particular
2: has the Oshag his office,
0: <laughs>
1: um, and then Adam Driver for Black Klansman, which is not guaranteed, but it seems very likely he might get in. It's like mm-hmm. okay, the to- he, won't, he
2: won't win. No, no, oh, no, no. At no. the very least, he he can get a. I think he could get by with a nomination.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Sam Elliott for Star is Born, which again probably a safe nomination, and then Richard E. Grant for uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which this yeah, this one looks run like run it on. actually. Yeah, I think this one will actually be the final five nominees this year. Like, yeah. I, I almost get the feeling. Okay. I yeah. want Sam Elliott to win. I, You know, that's the thing, it's like... Sam Elliott's really,
2: really good in <laughs> it. Oh, he's yeah. really good
1: in it. I just wish he was, he was in it more. He's, like, not even in that movie very much. So,
2: even though, like... Half of his dialogue is just the word fucking.
1: <laughs> yeah. To be fair, half the dialogue in that movie was that word. So I'm just. Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, no, so well, but
2: especially though. with Sam Elliott.
1: <laughs> Sam Elliott just wants to he get away. Like, yo, you,
2: you, you fucking sold the fucking house, dude, because you were fucking <laughs> The ranch. <laughs> in the ranch. You'd have been there ride right with him, you little. But yeah. You- <laughs> You're gonna attack around your fucking career Your fucking ears and shit
4: <laughs> it's, like,
2: it's like He's doing that And it's so funny It's like even I was like Mad I know I curse a lot, but you're literally seeing every second word. Well, that's how that's how
3: angry brothers talk to each other about the past.
2: You know, I mean, he's not. Yeah, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Which that still shocks me whenever they say it's like, oh yeah, they're brothers. It's like, yeah, that dude's like 20 years older than Bradley Cooper. <laughs> they right, they I joke that about one, it. Dude,
2: they,
3: legit. I thought they was his dad. <laughs> he jokes about it. He jokes about it.
1: Yeah, which they do actually. Yeah, they actually explain in the movie. It's like, oh yeah, he was born a while back, and that was kind of like the accident where it's like I came out afterwards. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess we have a brother now, kind of thing. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so now supporting actress is interesting because again with surprises, Emily Blunt got in for a Quiet Place, which I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Which I, cool I think she,
3: that- I think she carried the Quiet Place. I, I, now, 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 John Krasinski's fine as an actor. Oh she you was know, better. But I agree. She yeah, she's fantastic in a quiet but, place.
2: That's the thing. Uh, I thought they would push her for, uh, like, a best actress as opposed to best
1: supporting Well, because they don't want to step on the toes of Mary Poppins. That's, I think, where they're putting most of uh, the uh, campaign for her to get a nomination Oh, okay. in.
2: oh yeah, true. I also, that, like... I'm seeing one of my big snubs in here. Yep. And that's freaking uh, Elizabeth Debicki in Widows. Oh,
1: she's not Jeez. getting any attention this year, so I don't think Which she's doing it. Which is a
2: shame, because she's incredible. Oh, that's in. too
1: bad. She's had a huge year, too, hasn't she?
2: And, that, uh, like, the literally, the past that's the first years, time yeah. we're out. Like, I've like, seen her in maybe a couple of things beforehand that you'd had, that you pointed out to me before. But this is the first time that I really noticed her, like, yo, she is great.
1: Yeah, no, the love for Widows died, like, almost immediately after it came out, too. Like, I've been noticing... Yeah, I am That's upset too bad, yeah. by that,
2: because it's... I think it's legitimately one of the best things I've seen this year. Yeah.
1: No, because I know the Double Toasted guys did not like it at all, so...
2: Oh, they didn't like it, and I was like, y- y'all are wrong as hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They've been a little bit more contrarian lately, but to be fair, they did love Spider-Man, so...
2: Yeah, but that's because Spider-Man's fucking massive everybody's <laughs>
1: loved Spider-Man that I've
3: heard everybody yeah. even like obscure podcasts that I listen to like uh hello everyone this is uh Leroy Leroy not a real name <laughs> Leroy, I'm, Leroy I'm calling out to my three <laughs> viewers in Bradley that I know are listening and Spider-Man <laughs> is absolutely
2: amazing and I'm like yay Yeah. but the uh- oh my god I want to see the podcast Leroy Leroy <laughs> <laughs>
3: new favorite name and he would talk like that you know like really nervous
1: like oh, oh boy i'm gonna talk about but like they're on
2: npr <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah um so the other surprise nomination here was marco robbie for queen of scots oh sorry mary queen of scots I was like okay. oh there it is yeah i, I remember saying
3: since we started Eye on the prize i heard about mary queen of scots didn't know anything else about it but I was like, well, that's going to get nominations, right? And um, was it Davey who would be like, I hate dry British ass shit? Oh, no, <laughs> no that's, that's Shaq. Me. Dry that ass British Shaq. ass shit. That's me. That's me. <laughs> dry British ass shit or
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so the funny thing is, too, like this movie probably would get recognized in any of the year if the favorite hadn't come out. Because that movie just stole all that stuff. I've heard which that. Yeah. Emma Stone and yeah. Rachel Vice got nominated, too. Those are the last two well, on that
3: is has the most beautiful voice and just speaking voice. I I'm not saying singing voice. Can you believe she she's in her late 40s voice. and she looks that great still? Well, sure. She's an actress. Well, still,
1: but I mean, <laughs> even for other actresses, <laughs> just, being like, I think she's I'm like... I'm just
3: messing with you. I'm just, I'm just No, kidding. I know. I'm just yeah. saying, like,
1: for me, like, I think she's like 47 or something like that, but she's like, wow, <laughs> she is beautiful. Just No,
3: I've always... I've been in love with her voice since uh, not a popular movie, The Fountain. She had oh just an right, amazing yeah. voice in that, and it stuck with me, so...
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think The Fountain's a visually beautiful movie. I think it's just also stupid as heck, but <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't get it. I try to, but <laughs> no, there's nothing it, to get. Don't worry. The the whole point of that movie um, is, you know what? People who's die. The director,
3: <laughs> who's, who's the director? That's Darren I think Aronofsky. It's Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah. If it's Aronofsky, I'm assuming what it all means is you should suffer for your art. The end.
1: <laughs> that's kind of you could read that in this movie. I would say, and you I don't can...
3: mean that as a bad thing. I think that's a cool theme for a movie, but. He he's kind of always that
2: isn't
1: he anyways well and the theme of mother is the audience will suffer to watch my movie so
2: <laughs> listen i still i love I still mother even it, though i know it's so up its own ass
1: oh yeah <laughs> no the last one here is um the best performance by an ensemble cast which talk about some out of the blue nominations for this one here so i mean the obvious this one is the
2: big controversial one i think
1: well so yeah so the first one is a star is born which that's expected that movie's got great acting all the way through mm-hmm. um i agree then Black Panther, which I'm like, okay. I mean the you know, the cast is great in Black Panther. I just I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Black Clansmen, which I'm like, I mean, is there any like, I don't know. Like, I I feel like the the cast of that is a mixed bag. I can't say for sure, but I don't know maybe. Yeah. Well,
0: he did Rhapsody. The
3: uh, Topher Grace, uh, Denzel, and uh, no,
2: not Denzel. Tammy
0: <laughs> Denzel's son. John David, Denzel, yeah, David, John David Washington. King. You
1: could be uh,
2: forgiven for thinking it's Denzel because he acts a lot like his, his And he dad. sounds
1: exactly he, like him at points. He yeah. sounds
2: so much like his dad. He's got his dad's <laughs> vernacular, yeah.
1: Yeah, Um. and then Bohemian Rhapsody, which I'm like, okay. I, I thought that's that the one was just a everyone's like, a performance. Serious?
3: I don't <laughs> even know any other actors in it.
1: Oh, one of the actors is the kid from Jurassic Park, Joseph Mazzello, so it's like, oh, oh wow. A okay. yeah. little kid? Like Tim? Uh, Yeah, yeah, the original, the, the boy from the first film. Oh, wow, that's kind of neat. Which, fun fact, actually, um, I went to a summer filmmaking camp once in L.A., and he was one of the counselors in my group, so I was just like, oh, that was, like, back when he was still, like, fresh in film school and college doing his stuff, so. Yeah, Word. the last <laughs> thing I saw him
3: in was, um, I think it was The Pacific? Yeah, which he was great in. He, he had was a really minor that role though, on
1: that, which, yeah, sure. he was decent, yeah. It's a good movie. Or a series. I, mm-hmm. I still can't unsee the Pacific and not realize there's that one scene where you're like, oh my gosh, the actor who plays Garrus in Mass Effect has a cameo in the this, in this show, which is awesome. Wait, really? Oh yeah, no, you can find cool. it. There's a scene where it's like, he only has one scene in the show, but if you close your eyes and listen to him talk, he sounds just like Garrus. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, yeah, wow. that's just his normal... Oh, sp-. that's great. <laughs> um, and then the last one here for the nominees for Ensemble Cast was Crazy Rich Asians, which I'm like, okay, cool. Like...
2: That. Which I'm cool with because I think it does have a really good ensemble.
1: Oh sure. Yeah. Like there's like a,
2: there, in terms of like standout singular performances not that much aside from like Michelle, Michelle, um, yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yo. Which, because of Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. yeah but yeah, awesome. as, as like an ensemble, like, group, I think they all work so well together that I'm like, you know, I can see that.
1: Well, what's the name of the lead actors? Cool. Like, William Gold. Not not Golding. Is it William Golding or something? Oh, Henry Golding Henry and Golding.
2: Constance Wu. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which I'm like, okay, these guys, I'm sure, can actually, like, break out of this and get to, like, other bigger projects in this
2: movie. Actually, you know what? Constance Wu, I think she's also really, really great. Yeah. Uh, because, like, I remember, because I saw her, like, I know from, uh, that show Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, that's the only thing I knew from she before. Se- she steals, like, every scene on that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Henry Golding, he's had a pretty good year for himself, too. Like, freaking, what was it? Um, a Simple Favor should not be as good as it is. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one,
1: but yeah, I, I forgot he was in that movie. It's, <laughs>
2: it's fucking
3: crazy, yeah. dude. I read the book. Yeah, That's, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be that guy that's like, well, I've read the book. And I think that's going to, yeah, that could make a really fun movie. So, well, fun.
1: It's like an interesting movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's dude, it's bad shit crazy movie. <laughs> you got it. Yeah.
2: like I can't describe it to you cuz it goes so many different directions. Well, awesome. it seems perfectly casted. So, mm-hmm.
1: awesome. Well, and that's it. That's all the major award shows. I mean, we just ran through a all whole right, We bunch. did it.
2: We did it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but go back to Sammy, like, we fucking did it. We <laughs> <"Fuck> did it. We <laughs> <"Fuck>
0: did it, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna to listen to you talk <laughs> about do your sexuality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love Sam Elliott, man. <laughs> well, we were, I'm we trying to do my Sam
0: Elliott. <laughs> I, I want
2: to see, <laughs> yeah. see what scene they show. Because like, say he gets nominated for Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars, and they show the clip. I want to see how they... Remember how I was like, how are they going to do Allison Janney for Aya considering she curses every single time? Oh, line? they bleeped her, for sure. I, Oh yeah, I want to see how they do for Sam Elliott because he's got they got even less to work with now. <laughs> I feel like the It'll only scene be. they
1: can show without cursing is the big spoiler scene at the end. So I'm just like, yes, yeah, and that's he does it. he does very
3: well in that, and he has very few lines in that. Oh, well, that's the strongest but it's,
1: scene for sure. But yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's,
0: it's powerful. The- yeah, nah, But uh,
1: so any last thoughts like uh any any thoughts you think about the race based on everything we've seen or anything else stop nominating green book <laughs> <laughs> but no in terms of like an actual
2: serious take i think like now that we're starting to see the things show up I'm like yeah, okay you know what I, I can understand most of these being there like and some of the ones that i have to see like i still have to see roma before i could go oh this is a bullshit or it's totally deserving I have a feeling I'm probably going to be in that camp of like, oh, this is so great because I fucking love Quran.
1: But yeah, no, this is, it's an interesting race. Yeah, no, it, it's a lot more stacked than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, I it, it there's not as much like last year. I felt like there was just so many question marks. Like I have no idea who else is going to be on those lists. But it feels like there's some definite like there's no clear winners, but there's definitely a list that I can say for a lot of categories. It's like yeah, these ones. I definitely. like that. I like yeah. that more
2: than it just being like okay, I don't know what. Like, I'd rather it, there being a couple of ones that I can go, like, you know what? I, I get that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> to be fair, though, sometimes the Oscars will just throw those curveballs at you and, like, wait, what? Who saw that? Movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, let me think of a <laughs> exactly, bizarre. Yeah. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill will be a
2: bizarre curveball. I'm going to die on that hill. Stop
1: trying to make Jonah Hill a thing, Brad. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's <laughs> Actually, so you know, funny I know what mid 90s, I'm surprised, yeah. hasn't gotten anything. It's just been ignored. Yeah. I
1: mean, and it's probably because of all the think pieces, of, like, oh, this thing's so homophobic and so racist. It's like, um, you mean the way that people were homophobic and racist in the nineties?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Well, I watched, um, did you guys see summer of 84? Nope. It's, it's
3: a, just a little independent horror film and it's about kids on bikes, you know, one of the, oh, right. on yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids talk like gross, like they did in the eighties. And, you know, I was kind of like, uh eh, cause I was watching it with my dad and he's very, he's got some sensibilities I was yeah. like, oh, it's kind of gross how they're talking. And he looked right at me and said, you used to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> Dang yeah, kids. I think that's the thing is that people
1: don't like looking at the mirror just like, oh, I used to be that person. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> ah, well. Hey, you know, I mean, I still need to, again, an endless list of movies I still need to see. You know, I'm just like, okay, this Beaver's one, this 50, one, this one. T- there's too
2: many. There are, and we only have like what two weeks left in the year.
1: Well, I mean, you have to get oh, started. There are at least
2: two and a half. There you <laughs> go. Well, I'm, I'm watching eighth grade. I'm going to try and get in Bill
3: Street since you said it was on iTunes, right?
2: Um, no, no, no. Bill Street. Bill Street. Uh, it just came out on limited release in theaters. Yeah, <sighs> in in, in, in New York and L.A. I want to see but that. But it it comes out in a bigger, in a wider limited release on Christmas. Okay. Okay. Like Christmas well, that's Day. good to hear.
3: Yeah, I definitely want to see and, that, and I'm going to watch. What did I say? It's great. But it oh,
2: goes Roma. wide Roma in January, weekend, so yeah. Yeah, Roma. I'm gonna try and see next weekend.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I can't wait. I'm not excited. So, uh, I mean, I have some immediate plans that are gonna be a little bit more important to focus on. I'm not gonna fully announce it yet on the podcast, but uh, you'll find yeah. out next week, people. It's gonna uh, It's gonna be yes. big. So your first <laughs> surgery. It ha- yeah. Whenever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that really big foot surgery. I
2: need. Justin. Is, Justin is dying, and he's starting a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am the one who podcasts. (laughs) 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 So uh, thank you all for listening who are listening still. Bless you guys. You are awesome fans. Um, So Shaq, where can people find you on the internet outside of here?
2: Oh, outside of here, you can find me on pretty much all social media. at Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. Also, go check out my uh, other podcast, Sequels. Uh, By the time this shows up, we should probably have their newest episode, which is about George of the Jungle 2, which is a whole thing in itself. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing that because I just do that every it comes out every two weeks. Um, And yeah, just find me wherever. Contact me. Say hi or whatever. Awesome. And And if you're looking for that
3: on iTunes, everybody, the way I found it was just type in the Talk Film Society Podcast Network.
2: Because yes. if you type in that, sequels, Yeah, that's where we're located. We're on, yeah, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. Yeah. On St- I think we're on Stitcher. Um, but just, oh, yeah, cool. wherever good podcasts are hosted, aside from this one. Which, by and the way, a reminder for people
1: podcast. that we're also on Spotify for our podcast. Not for this one specifically on the direct feed, but uh, Highly Suspect Reviews, Digital Noise, and The Deliberations of Doom are all on Spotify, just in case. Just for Go
2: subscribe to all of them and give them likes and shit. Please. And also, <laughs> yeah, please stars. subscribe.
1: We really need subscriptions. Really like and subscribe, yeah. So.
2: Dude. Yeah, if you listen to this and enjoy
1: this, subscribe. It's literally $2. At the lowest level, for sure. But yes, even those $2 make a difference in the long run. So, um, And then Brad, where can people find you? Uh,
3: I'm on Twitter. I've been trying to tweet more. I'm really bad at it. Um, especially since I don't want to be known as someone who tweets something awful. <laughs> uh, you
2: are you know, the one who uh, tweets. You could be smart and not say... Si- oh, wait, wait, Question. <laughs> Did that Kevin Hart thing, did that happen before you guys you know what? recorded that? I'm so episode? glad you
1: reminded me of that because, yes, we had the announcement that Kevin Hart was going to host the Oscars. Oh, yeah. my God. And <laughs> we then talked about that like so 24 much 24 hours later, yeah. Yeah. And now, even worse, I mean, it was already pretty bad as it was firing him and all this stuff. Now, they're like, well, we don't need a host. We'll probably just do without a host this year. It's like, did you guys not remember that when you did that last time and how it was considered the worst ceremony of the Oscars ever? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. That should have been the thing we talked about the, most of this episode, was the first part of this episode. I, I just man. totally spaced I was, I was, like, concerned this whole time. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to say something if we already talked about it. I
1: totally forgot about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the thing that happened. But it's like, yeah, I'm just God. so disappointed. I mean, okay, look, fine, is, whatever. Kevin Hart getting fired over is, stuff. I'm not crazy about the whole vendetta we have to like go. Like, you said this thing on this day ten years ago. But, sure, whatever. But – you know, if we're going to if we're gonna do this super, super
2: quick, I hate the discourse about this because the thing is, is that, listen, I know that, like, you could say that you're, sh- like, if you've said shitty things in the past, be prepared to apologize for it. Like, whenever, because the thing is, there's always new people hurt by this thing. Yep, yeah. And so the same people who are, like, who are angry about it now are not the same people who saw this 10 years ago and saw your apology and went, like, oh, okay, that's it. Right, These right. These are new people. So you got to apologize, like, it's the first time if you really give a shit. And clearly, he does not give a shit. So now you don't <laughs> look good to anybody. Yeah. Like, to the, to the, to the the oh, everyone's so sensitive crowd, you're just like, oh, hey, you coward, and you backed out of your word. You're like, oh, I'm not going to apologize. And to the people who you heard by it, like the LGBT community, they know whatever you're saying now is bullshit. So, like, this whole thing where, like, I, I get that it's toxic that people are, like, digging deep to find these tweets in the first place. That I'm not entirely cool with. But at the same time, it was like, if it ha- if it happens, then you got to be, if you give a shit, you got to accept and go like, hey, listen, I'm sorry that it happened. I was wrong at the time. And let me just try and make amends for it in the best way that I can. And just follow up on your word and do shit about it. But if you're just going to go like, oh, be a tantrum about it. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> My advice.
3: And uh, this is from personal experience from being a father and a husband. Uh, give it 24 hours. If something comes up that upsets you, and you're like, oh, hell no, I'm setting the record straight now, uh, calm down, give it 24 hours, and then make your your, uh, apology in this case, or your statement, because you're not in the right headspace if you're seething, man.
1: Or woman, yeah. just give it twenty four hours. No, that was know. definitely the wrong move for him to just because I mean he was obviously being pressured because apparently the Oscars actually called him and said, "Yeah, we're going to oh, fire you if you don't apologize." Yeah,
2: that that I get. At the same time, your your reaction to like people saying, "Okay, you, you they they brought up that you said something incredibly like homophobic and like multiple things," and your first thing is, "Oh, there's so much negative energy, like y'all y'all trying to <laughs> ruin my success." Like, no, that's not what you should be doing. You should like. You have fans that are in the LGBT community. If you do, you hurt them. Like well, yeah, yeah. No, fuck that. Yeah, just I mean you can't please in, everyone. To be fair, but years. yes, I, <laughs> yeah. I understand. You can't. That, so I know. You, I like. I know you can't. But at the same time, if you do something like that, you gotta you gotta own up to that. True. Yeah,
1: no, I but think then
2: James um, Gunn
3: did pretty good at it, and you know like, Kevin Hart's been good that, at handling. He did incredible other at it yeah.
2: <laughs> personally. Yeah. yeah, but I can't like I, I'm like. And also the the other thing is that you can't expect everyone to forgive you. Like at the same time, like you could say, I'm sorry as much as you want. There's not people who forgive you and they have the complete and total right to do that. Yeah. At the same time, all you can do is just listen, I, I've done what I can. I feel like I've done the best that I can. And let me keep it pushing and let me just try and do right by you in any way that I can. Yeah, and but, just leave it. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Let, yeah. let your apology it's... stand stand for itself. And I think that's profound what you said. People don't have to forgive you. We're turning into a self help show now. You know, I know if someone doesn't forgive you, that's okay, <laughs> that's their decision, and get on with your life, you know. But, um,
1: the more you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nah, 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 people
2: are like, Oh, his career is over, his career is not over. People, no, R. Kelly is, is still working. <laughs> we know that there's much worse people still doing totally fine. This is gonna, yeah. This is gonna <laughs> well, you happen. heard about the concert that got She's shut down can. for R. Kelly
1: because someone like threatened gun violence on there, so.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. What it was, Scary. it was a documentary about victims of people who were victims of R. Kelly. Oh. And someone called in a gun threat. People, assu- some people think it might be like someone in his camp who did it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But it's it's not it, this wow. is an, ain't no pro R Kelly thing.
1: Oh know? no 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 no! I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that people still have very standing, h- harsh yeah, reactions yeah. To, no, no, no. People, to R Kelly. People
2: def- Listen, I know we're gonna get on a tangent, but people still defend him to the death, and I'm really like, I, yeah, they're like, oh, listen, we know he did some bad things, but he's still like the the greatest R and B singer ever, and I'm like, one of the things are like. You got to sit back and think about what you say. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you really <laughs> defending call. this because he made some good songs? No. I mean, people yeah. still do that
1: for Kanye. So you're saying, like, whatever he says, he still is one of the greatest well, rappers. Kanye composers. has never
3: done anything like R Kanye Kelly, hasn't
2: you know? done anything. No, he's not. said yeah. awful things, but he's never. Yeah, said, yeah. No, to these. be fair,
3: to be fair. <laughs> and yeah. Honestly, Kanye always approaches what he said with kind of a curiosity that's what makes him so interesting like stupid curious like someone will be th- like wow Kanye that
2: was really really stupid at the stupid. same time yeah. don't look at his feed in the past 24 hours he just said I don't like, think what dumb shit <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but anyway no. we should kind of wrap this up like we were trying to <laughs>
4: but
3: yeah 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 Rid- ridiculousness and um crime are not equal yeah, no, it, I agree. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying too, Justin. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, you don't, you hope for Kanye's best interest and I, you know, whatever. You just hope maybe his Twitter will break and it'll be fine. <laughs> just break the for Twitter. Brad,
2: what social media can we find you
3: on? <laughs> uh, I'm at Bradley. What am I on? at Bradley of <laughs> Martin on Twitter and... I don't tweet much, but you can tweet at me. I'll probably tweet back at you, and then you'll regret, like, oh, why did I drag myself into this long-winded thread with Bradley of Martin? Uh, no <laughs> E. There's no E in there. And I'm on the Screener Squad and a big fan of Deliberations of Doom, so everyone listen to that podcast. And uh,
1: Justin, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me here. (laughs) You you can find me here. (laughs) Find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Yeah, I I host the Screener Squad. I occasionally host Eye on the Prize. Well, not Eye on the Prize. I occasionally... You occasionally... You are the host! (laughs) Yeah, I occasionally (laughs) host Breakfast Pub, uh, but I write the notes for all that. And then, yeah, we're also planning a couple big end-of-the-year podcasts coming up, including one where hoping to get all my peeps here from Eye on the Prize and Screener Squad to do a Best of the Year podcast, you know, just like a, hey, let's just talk about... All the other stuff that people liked, you know, because um, Chris is probably going to do, the, like, the big bulk of that, and then we're kind of the, you know, we're picking up the leavings and the droppings left from that. Just like, okay, here's some scraps, know, the, the other posts. films, yeah, the yeah. other games, the other shows that people didn't talk about kind of thing. So, Yeah,
3: I think that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, also, uh, we've been talking about it with uh, Nick and Travis, but we are going to do a Gotham podcast. So, for the final season of Gotham, we're going to do an episode-by-episode review, so...
2: Oh my God! (laughs)
1: You did not know the depth of how much I love that show.
3: (laughs) To be fair, listen, DC fans deserve it. Yeah,
2: you're talking to somebody who devoured the first season of Riverdale like crack. Oh boy, it (laughs) (laughs) was—it's crazy. And apparently, like I've been, I've been caught up in a while. But apparently, even the new season is crazy and terrible and hilarious and awesome. Oh yeah,
1: no Gotham. You know, it's the same way that we talked about – I forget what um, George of the Jump kind of thing is like. Gotham knows what it is, and it does it so well that I'm like, okay, yes, it's over the top and ludicrous. But it knows it's over the top and ludicrous. So I'm just – Yeah. and it's got some (laughs) legit
3: performances.
1: Um, Oh, no. The the actors are amazing in that show. And that's what makes it so weird. It's like it's so crazy. But all these actors are doing like A-game material, especially – the guy who plays Penguin, the guy who plays Riddler, and the guy who plays Joker. All three of them are like, wow. Where is, did they get it these a, is
3: his name Jamal in it? Or are they just calling him Joker now? He's uh,
1: great. Uh, uh, J- Jamal. No, Jeremiah. Jamal. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> now, Joker I mean, didn't become be very... black halfway through the show.
2: Is that a name? There was some rumor. I think it was like some rumor. But they're like, oh, we want... Uh... Lakeith Sanfield to play or Lakeith Sanfield wants to play Joker or something like that uh, sure and, <laughs> yeah, he can do it and that's he's where, great like, you know what if he, if he it's a, it's, I think he wants to it's not he's casting anything no but uh if he was to be Joker, they called him Jamal. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, so we wait, already got. Is, I'd, what, is I'd be cari- mad. what is the so character's I'd name? I'd be the- mad, but I'd be so happy that they actually went through with that. That would be amazing.
1: No, but uh, yeah, it's Jerome and Jeremiah <laughs> Jerome, the
2: Joker.
3: thank you. Yeah, he's from no. Shameless. He's great on Shameless Jamal. too. Jamal, a Jamal. white
2: guy
1: named Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it noir. Hey, with as ludicrous as Gotham gets, I would not be surprised. <laughs> 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 My name's. Is-
4: guys but anyways we have
1: gone on long enough and i could talk about gotham all day but we'll do that for our our own podcast so thank you guys and uh stay tuned for the next episode whenever it comes out i was gonna say you know uh, we'll probably do it next week because then they're gonna do the short list for all the categories so tune in next week for that so all right Bye. Bye -bye. Bye bye